This is Boston Scott, and you're listening to the Birds Banter Podcast. I'm living in that 21st century, doing something mean to it. Do it better than anybody you ever seen do it. Screams from the haters, got a nice ring to it. I guess every superhero need his theme music. No one man should have all that power. The clock's ticking, I just count the hours. Stop tripping, I'm tripping off the power. What is going on, Eagles Nation? Welcome to another episode of the Birds Banter Podcast presented to you by Philadelphia Sports Nation and the Pigskin Podcast Network. Please make sure you check both of them out on social media. All right. This was a rough week for the Eagles. Um, I don't know where to start. So Eagles, Monday Night Football, lost a bad game, 41-21 to against the Dallas Cowboys. Going into this game... I expected high scoring, which it was, um, especially on the Cowboys' end. But 62 combined points, that is very high scoring. I thought it was going to be closer. Um, I did not think the Eagles were going to come away with a win. I think the Cowboys just outmatched them um, pretty heavily on offense and defense. And it was just not what I expected. Eagles came out, first drive looked pretty decent. Moving the ball down the field, Jalen Hurts looking pretty sharp. And then tries to push it a little too far. Throws a route to Jalen Rager, which I don't think I've seen Jalen Rager go on a fly route in the end zone yet this season. And it was awesome to see because that's what they needed to use him. And the ball was underthrown. But these are the plays that Jalen Rager can thrive at. Throw the ball down the field, let him create separation, which he did. He was even with the corner and let him go up and get that jump ball. When you have a wide receiver with over a 40-inch vertical, use that to your advantage. Eagles tried it. Didn't work. Jalen Hurts throws his first interception of the season and honestly looked pretty flat ever since then. This is the worst game from the Eagles that I've seen in recent memory. And that's saying something because the 2020 season was awful. Um... Eagles were just not there, and the coaching was not there either. The play call, play calling was rough. Miles Sanders only two carries, and he racked up 27 yards. If your running back is being that productive, why is he only getting two carries? And he wasn't even that involved in the passing game. Um, Also, Miles Sanders on first down averages over eight yards per carry on first down. That is a fantastic start to your next series. You get that first down, why don't you run the ball in the first play? If Miles Sanders can get even five yards, boom, second and five, third and five. So much more manageable, so much more of a confident situation to put Jalen Hurts in than making him throw first and second down. Risk the incompletions, now you're facing third and long. The Eagles got into too many situations like that. At one point, they faced a second and 31, something like that. This should not be happening. The Eagles, another thing to note, the most undisciplined team in the NFL right now. The most penalties. Um, Time after time, Monday night, they were getting flagged for holding, for false starts, offsides. You name it, they were called. It was, I mean, you you can't form momentum that way. If you're trying to win a football game, you're trying to drive down the field, How are you supposed to win 
and make any progress if every single play is called back because of a holding. I mean, there are times that the Eagles had good plays. Nope, coming back. Now you're set back another 10 yards. That is a momentum killer, and the Eagles were just the victim of it on Monday night, and they've been the victim of it this season so far. Like I said, number one in the NFL in penalties. Nick Sirianni has to be more disciplined with these guys. Show them accountability because this cannot be happening, especially now on the Eagles' offensive line. They are without Isaac Sayamalu for the rest of the season. Brandon Brooks is injured. He's not going on IR, which is good news. Um, Lane Johnson looked absolutely terrible on Monday night. Andre Dillard was okay. Um, I mean, I'm sorry. Brandon Brooks is on IR. His season is over. It is um, Jordan Mailata who's not going on IR. So he should be back in a week or two because IR, you can miss up to, you miss, miss minimum of three weeks. So in order to place him on the IR, um, you'd have to imagine that he would miss three or more weeks. So by not doing that, he should be back very soon. Andre Dillard had to step in. He didn't do bad. I mean, I think he played better than Lane Johnson. So with all these injuries, again, on the offensive line, two season-ending injuries, to your guards both left and right you need to be more disciplined you have to work together you can't get all these dumb holding calls every single play because now you're not giving Jalen Hurts enough time um, in the first place because the offensive line is not as good as it should be but also you're just hurting him because every single time he tries to progress the ball down the field move the chains you're just pushing him further and further back so that's my biggest knock on the Eagles so far it's uh, the discipline from the coaches and sticking to a script run the ball okay run the ball it's an issue that doug peterson had when he first started with the eagles and when they started running the ball they were a much more productive team ended up going on to win the super bowl that year but right now miles sanders is a non-factor because he's just not being used properly if the eagles don't want to you know go into the future paying a running back because they haven't done that in so long if they don't want to pay a running back a second contract as in miles sanders because he's now in his third year you better utilize him and get the most out of him right now because if you're gonna let him walk in the offseason of 2023 why would you not be basically running him into the ground right now i don't understand i mean i think kenneth gamewell is fantastic He's probably going to start for the Eagles once Miles Sanders eventually departs. I don't see them paying Miles Sanders. I don't see it happening. So if you're going to just go by a committee, why not utilize Sanders and actually make him contribute to your team and have him help you win games rather than never using him? And then when it comes time to say goodbye, he just walks in free agency. Something I don't understand at all. I want to interrupt this podcast for a word from our brand new sponsor. Week three of football is in the books, and now it is time to review the tape and get ready for week four with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner to the NFL. To kick off another action-packed weekend, DraftKings is giving new customers $150 instantly when they bet $1 on any football game. Listen up because you don't want to miss this. Head to DraftKings Sportsbook app now and place a bet of $1 on any week one or any week four game to receive 
and $50 in free bets instantly. If Sportsbook is not available in your state, DraftKings still has huge cash prizes up for grabs all season long with their daily fantasy contests. DraftKings is giving all new customers a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes with their first deposit. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code TPPN. Again, it's TPPN to receive $150 in free bets when you place a $1 bet on any football game. That's promo code TPPN this week at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or PA only, new customers only, minimum $5 deposit and $1 wager required, one per customer, restrictions apply, see DraftKings.com sportsbook for details, gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER. All right, so moving on, I want to kind of highlight the highs and lows of the Eagles season so far. We're three weeks in, and going into the year, I was being very real about this Eagles football team. It was a clear indication that the Eagles are going to be going through a rebuild. Um, How long that rebuild takes, to be determined. But Eagles were not ready to compete this year at all. I think week one gave a lot of fans, myself included, a lot of false hope. The Eagles went to Atlanta and played one of the worst football teams in the league, one of the worst defenses in the league, and beat them badly. Scored 30 points, won in their biggest margin since the NFC Championship game against the Vikings back in 2017-2018 season. Big, big win for the Eagles. Jalen Hurts looked accurate, looked decisive. 49ers, the struggles started coming in. There weren't many struggles in the Falcons game. Struggles really came back to the link on Sunday afternoon, week two. Against the 49ers, the Eagles lost that game. They should have won by at least two scores. They were in control, but they could not find the end zone. Um, And then Monday Night Football, everything just blew up. I mean, the coaching, like I said, the play calling was bad. Jalen Hurts, threw two interceptions, one being a pick six. Devontae Smith just falls onto the ground. And Trayvon Diggs, I mean, it's the easiest interception he'll ever have in his career. Untouched into the end zone. It's too easy. Micah Parsons, man, is he athletic. Chasing down Jalen Hurts like it's nothing. Um, Wide receivers were not productive. Devontae Smith didn't do much. Jalen Rager didn't do much. Greg Ward cut a touchdown pass um, late in the game. Most people call that garbage time. I don't believe in garbage time. You play 60 minutes of football for a reason. Eagles scored some more points. It is what it is. Um, Again, run game, nothing. A lot of penalties, especially on the offensive line. Defense, okay. They, you know, defensive line, especially with Javon Hargrave, fantastic. Javon Hargrave is by far right now the Eagles' best player. 100%. 100%. He is disruptive, gets after the quarterback, he's quick, explosive, and he's the reason that the Eagles accounted for seven points this week, or six, I guess, if you want to say, because he got pressure on Dak Prescott, ripped the ball out as he was trying to throw. Fletcher Cox luckily falls right into his arms. Eagles' first touchdown. Other than that, Darius Slay, Steven Nelson, they've been okay this year. I mean, Steven Nelson has been okay. Darius Slay has been very good. Got exposed a little bit this week in the secondary. Um, that did come with injuries. Kayvon Wallace out for extended period of time with a separated shoulder. Um, you know, you got Marcus Epps in there. He made 
one or two nice plays, but Marcus Epps is still Marcus Epps. Rodney McLeod should be coming back. The linebacker core, you can just tell. I mean, the linebacker core is still a very, very clear weakness for the Eagles. You have Blake Jarwin scoring, I believe, two touchdowns. I mean, tight ends just eat up the Eagles. I don't know how they limited Kyle Pitts and George Kittle to what they did because tight ends just feast on the Eagles' defense. Also, the run game, Ezekiel Elliott, Tony Pollard, they ran all over this Eagles team. Part of it is because the Eagles linebacker core is so, so poor. And the Eagles defensive line, you know, they didn't perform as well as some people expected. I think right now you have to go through that growing pain of how are we going to adapt with Brandon Graham not on our team? He's out for the year. What are you going to do? So it's difficult, man. Um, I think right now the Eagles have a lot of time, not not time, a lot of uh, reasons to reflect and think about the future. The Eagles are in a decent position right now. The Colts have been awful. Carson Wentz is playing. The Dolphins have been awful. So right now the Eagles are looking to have like three top 15 picks in next year's draft if everything goes well. That's going to set them up very nicely to complete this rebuild in 2022 and then hopefully compete in 2023. But until then, Nick Sirianni really has to pull his guys together, unite them, and at least be competitive. Because it's going to be a long season if the Eagles go into these games and they're going to be blown out by 20 points. Like I said, one of the worst performances I've seen from the Eagles in recent memory. Jalen Hurts did not look good. The play calling was bad. Penalties, secondary, linebacker core, all around just a very, very poor game. Now, Eagles come back to the Lincoln week four, playing the Chiefs. And I'm pretty sure I'm like many people. When we saw this game on the schedule, just penciled in an L. The Chiefs, of the <clears throat> past couple of years, being one of the greatest teams in the NFL. Doesn't matter if they're home or away. They're putting up a fight every single week, and they're winning 85 90% of those, those games. So... Right now, the Chiefs are 1-2. They are last in their division. Yet, they're still the betting favorites to win, which is crazy. Um, so, use that draft code Sportsbook app. Um, but the Chiefs, man, they're going to be hungry. They're 1-2. They are projected by some to make the Super Bowl, maybe even win the Super Bowl. And now they have a 1-2 start. They are going to be hungry for some wins. And now is the time to blow up. They've been struggling. Tyreek Hill isn't producing. This is the game that the, the Eagles are on the bad end of this. I mean, the Eagles haven't shown me anything the past two weeks that makes me think that they can be competitive with the Chiefs. Unfortunately, it's probably going to be another blowout. And these are the things I think a lot of Eagles fans aren't really used to these past few years because although the Eagles were a very poor football team, it seemed like they could always be competitive because the NFC East always fluctuates. You know, they, they won the Super Bowl. It's been up and down since then. Now it's clear to the Eagles and to the entire league, really, that the Eagles are in a rebuild. Um, so there's going to be blowout losses. There for sure is, and Chiefs might be one here in Week Four. Um, in this matchup, I'm looking at Darius Slay and Tyreek Hill. Darius Slay is not the fastest corner, but he's physical. How is he going to keep up with Tyreek Hill? We'll see what happens. Travis Kelsey against the Eagles uh, linebackers. 
this is going to be very telling. Um, if this becomes a, a recurring problem, it's going to be time for the Eagles to finally draft a linebacker high this upcoming draft, especially if you have thir- three first-round picks. Even if you want to use your second, one needs to be taken in the first two rounds if this is a recurring problem. I'm also looking at Jalen Hurts, Miles Sanders. Are they going to come to play? How are the coaching staff going to use them? Um, and the offensive line, because Eagles have some injuries. We're going to see some new players. Landon Dickerson, he's banged up right now. He's got a hip injury. He doesn't know if he's going to play on Sunday. And uh, when asked about his first NFL appearance, he was like, it's faster. These dudes are big. It's tough. So not the confidence you want from your second round to pick. So um, we'll see what happens. I'm hoping to do a collab episode next week um, with Eagles' next opponent, another podcast. We can debate a little bit like we did week one with the Falcons. And, uh, yeah, we'll go from there. Again, make sure you guys use DraftKings Sportsbook, that code TPPN. I mean, it's free money. Why not put $1 in? You get 150 bucks. Go win yourself some money. I appreciate you guys for supporting the Birds Banter podcast. You can follow us on social media, Birds Banter PHL on Instagram, Birds Banter on Twitter. I will see you all next week. Go Birds. Bye.